Hello, my Rudy Tootie Fresh and Vegetables. This is your eggplant shortcake host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his Sweet Pea Pie Podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Happy Cinco de Mango Mayo, folks. It's pissing down rain with thunder so loud I can feel it in my bowels, but I decided to record anyway, in the hopes I could get this episode out on time. Today's story is all about how bad fruits and vegetables really are for us. If you're having trouble producing an argument that supports my statement, uncrush some ice and try drinking a couple of strawberry roughies. Strawberry Roughies by Matthew Sanborn Smith Fred liked his strawberry smoothies, but one day he picked a strawberry from his patch that was a little too fresh, if you know what I mean. You probably have no idea what I mean. Strawberries enjoy a complex society and culture most of us can't see through the blender glass. They have their little strawberry art galleries, strawberry middle schools, and strawberry orgasm factories. They're pretty much like us, only, you know, they're kind of strawberry-ish about it. They also have their strawberry juvenile halls. Those young delinquent strawberries, they looked green on the outside, but they were red as blood within. Hot blood, ready to mount their shortcakes and raise five kinds of hell. It was too bad for Fred, he was standing in their way. In his headlong rush to liquefy a healthy breakfast for himself, Fred bit into the weakest of their number, little Strawberry Manilow. The poor little guy had made it through the rain and was about to make it through Fred's gastrointestinal tract as well. The Berry Gang vowed revenge. They rolled out of their little cardboard containers and from that day on promised to make Fred's life a living hell. They hit the bathroom and put a bunch of hair on Fred's bath soap. Fred saw the soap and figured the cat had gotten tired of licking itself. He hardly cared, and in fact felt proud of his clean cat. That's pretty much all the strawberries did. But among the strawberries, that's the sort of thing that ruins careers and destroys families. I was kind of hoping for more myself, but they were quite satisfied with themselves. As far as they were concerned, they had strawberried the hatchet. So they were able to get on with their lives, get respectable employment, start families, and save for the future. A couple of them went on to spectacular careers in the strawberry music industry. Perhaps you've heard of Strawberry Gib and Strawberry Gordy? Ha! Of course you have. I'm just being a big old silly. Well, all of the berry goodness came to an abrupt end when Fred accidentally squished all of them under his boot heel while doing the pogo with a young and vivacious eggplant he'd fallen deeply in love with. But the eggplant didn't love him like that. She wanted to see the world and have fun. So in the end, Fred was also crushed. But in a different way. By a thresher run by an aging fax machine who is one of the eggplant's former lovers. After that, they tried to make it work again, but the fax machine fell back into the old habit of sniffing Bondo, and the eggplant showed up one night at a vegetable halfway house, full way in tears. The fax machine tried again and again to shake the monkey off his back, but couldn't, and that was another reason Linda had left him. Linda was his little nickname for her, short for eggplant. Linda had always hated the fact that the monkey was right there, laughing at them while they made love, and faxing pictures of the whole thing to every technologically out-of-date company in the city. The only one to come out of the whole mess happy was Steve Morgan, a guy who ran a little pet insurance business on the Lower East Side who had discovered just how much he enjoyed looking at grainy grayscale images of naked sexed up aubergines and beating off. If this story Frankenberried part of this nutritious breakfast, you can pour milk on it and other pink marshmallows at the internet shills of the General Mills, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Robble, robble in the comments for this post or Spanish flea mail me and we'll sing all the words with Homer at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or give the consenting adult of your choice a Tijuana brass at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we're dressing up for going down, 
town. The SF and SF Signal stands for sickeningly fancy, which is exactly how the gang at sfsignal.com likes their pants. Although fancy to John DiNardo means leather fringe. Lots and lots of leather fringe. I don't even think he's wearing pants under all that fringe. As an aside, my son's favorite burn when he was around eight years old was, what are you, a Mr. Fancy Pants? There was no coming back from that one. If I had a Twitter, I'd Twitter in the morning. I'd Twitter in the evening. All over these pants. Wait, was that supposed to be part of the last bit? You'll only find out by following me at twitter.com slash upwithgrab and you won't even find out then. One of my favorite activities is plugging myself, but since I have to record this podcast right now, instead I'll just tell you to listen to my marvelous story at thedrabblecast.org, Cyborg Giraffe Cleans House, especially because you failed to read it at diabolicalplots.com. You know what I really miss? All the money I've gotten from you guys that I've already spent. I encourage you to send even more through the bottomless pit that is the donate button on the homepage. If it makes you feel any better, I'm probably going to spend it on dirty stuff. I'm so horny thinking about that pit going bottomless. This podcast squeezes creamily from a poorly thought out tube that has an opening on both ends and I'm telling you this is the last time I buy cannoli brand toothpaste. Oh sure it tastes great but you can't taste it when it's squirted all over the floor. Wait maybe you can. Hold on. Alright, you can taste it, but man, I wish I had mopped up the bathroom before I recorded this. Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 4.0 International License. Until demonic possession is nine-tenths of the law, this will be your histrionic depressive host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, reminding you if you stay home on your vacation, it's a staycation. If you stay at four homes, it's a fornication. Good night.